Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have none other than the Dread Pirate Doug joining me for this week's episode as we dive into how he got into Sea of Thieves, how he's been playing games, as well as coming up with the Race of Legends. And, of course, we got a Sea of News video this week to discuss more information that's coming with the next update, Haunted Shores, coming June 17th. So we've got that, plus a whole bunch more to talk about in this week's episode of Keel Hauled Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I hope you guys all had an awesome week and an awesome weekend. I have with me a very special guest and someone who has deserved to be on the podcast for plenty of reasons, but none other than just the fact that he's just a, he's just a nice guy. He's just a good dude. So if you guys would join me in welcoming Dread Pirate Doug. Doug, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. I've had a great weekend and it's just I'm I'm really excited about a being on this podcast that I've been listening to for <laughs> well over a year. Uh huge fan of the podcast. Um oh, thank you. And I I've had a chance to like you've you've interviewed so many people like obviously like Mike Chapman that it's just awesome to hear them talk in general and you've also interviewed like people that I know like Carities and Rocco and it's just been I'm a huge I'm a huge fan. This is very exciting. Awesome. Yeah, well, it's it's a great community. And when I can get a rare employee on, that's <laughs> that's like that's the the that's the dessert on top right there, yep. man. That's the the gold. I love that. But yeah, I I I rely on the community to give me information and give me stories and news and things to talk about just as much as uh just as much as the community likes to rely on uh streamers, podcasters, sure. you know, Twitch uh youtubers stuff like that to be able to to give them news and whatnot but there's a, a specific reason and i i figured I'd, I'd hold off just for the moment on why i have you on but first i wanted if people don't know you they may have heard of you and they may associate you with uh race of legends but i wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of talk a little bit about who you are where did you get into sea of thieves like what what got you started or what was your gaming and stuff so how long have you been gaming? Let's let's start there. I've been gaming since I was pretty young. I didn't oh we didn't have consoles, but we had a PC when I was younger, and I played a oh, lot okay. of Command and Conquer. And then oh. I got really hard into StarCraft for several years. Oh. Um I was not good, but I was competitive. And if you know anything about StarCraft, just being competitive on uh it just generally in starcraft was a bit of an achievement i think i had something like a yeah. hundred losses before i took my first one um, oh wow i mean i got into yeah. a little that sounds about average too it was like 99 <laughs> i think or 2000 before i got into it so the community was really well established but i had a chance to get into a you know a few little clan tournaments and do okay and oh man nice. love starcraft it was oh, great so good um dude and, I, I still I still love watching Artosis and then play that and cast the yeah. the uh, the Brood War remake and stuff. Yes. It's such oh, yeah, and Command and Conquer Red Alert. It's it's yes. I, I'm so tempted to pick up that that remaster just to just to see how it is. I'm about but to man. grab that. I just finished somehow I'd never played Command and Conquer three, and I love it so much. It was such a fantastic story. I I beat everything, including the expansion, except for the last Nod campaign. I cannot, man, that's a really hard one, but it is just, it's like everything you loved about command and conquer gold and updated yeah. and better and a little higher tech. And it's just, oh man, I had such a great time playing that game. Um, that's really cool. Very nostalgic into that. Uh, very nostalgic. But then like I, I, you know, high school, college, you know, I played a lot of halo at friends houses, but I never actually owned an Xbox. Um, one, at one point, I had a buddy that was going out of town, and my parents were also going out of town that weekend when I was like 14, and he loaned me his Xbox for the weekend, and I beat the entire first Halo on Legendary. I don't think I slept uh, oh, for the wow. whole weekend. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. 
<laughs> oh, that's so good. So then, uh, have you have you gone on with Microsoft in in a hard way, or or did you dabble in the the rest of the console experiences, or did you mostly stick to PC? You know, I I had a friend that got a uh, that got an Xbox. Uh, boy, this is like four years ago now, five years ago, but that like not that long ago, I did, had never owned a console really. Um, and we had an Atari when I was a kid. But uh, even then, it was it was outdated. Even then, um, mm-hmm. but we, uh, you know, I, I never had uh, a chance to really get super hard into gaming. I, you know, at that point in my life, I was working a lot, and you know, I would basically just come home, watch a little Netflix, go to bed, and then a buddy of mine got an Xbox, and he was like, "You got to get an Xbox. So we can play like GTA together and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And so I did. Eventually, I got an Xbox One about five years ago, uh, which you know was was even even the Xbox One had been out for a while at that point. Um, yeah, but I had a ton of fun with it and I, uh, really, you know, I mean, I played a lot of PUBG. I played a lot of, uh, I went into GTA online for a while there, uh, GTA five and like kind of dabbled, but like I would play a game for a while, you know, like a call of duty game or whatever, and then, you know, get bored with it after a couple of months and never really, honestly, I don't even consider myself to be like a hardcore gamer. Like I'm not you know, any better at games than most people. I play a lot of first person shooters and stuff, but you know, it, it, it varies. And then Sea of Thieves came around and mm-hmm. I, I love the game at first. I played it a lot. Um, the hungering deep was awesome, but then cursed Ooh. sales was what really hooked me in. I, yeah. I made legend just before cursed sales and it was, it just blew my mind. Like the epic visual of that skeleton ship coming up out of the ocean uh, just totally. ripped my brain in half. And so ever since then, like, it's just been, I, I'm going to pl- just play this game forever now, I guess. Like there's no end in sight. They're still <laughs> adding stuff. I mean, yeah, I think for a lot of us, and I saw a lot of this on Twitter, you know, the emissary update felt like a relaunch in some ways. Like we're going on voyages again and we're, you know, focusing on specific trading companies, obviously the level, uh cap increase was a big part of that too but like boy it's just been the last couple months have been awesome i've been having so much fun yeah i and i'm right there with you the the game has been so good and it's funny because i've been watching a lot of the the information going on about steam and the concurrency and i've been running into tons of new pirates who were just jumping on to jumping onto the steam client for the first time yep and then I sit back and I'm looking at like Destiny fans that are like, oh, we got a roadmap and yeah. and we're gonna know it's gonna come out and we're go- we're gonna we're gonna be dropping thirty bucks every one of these expansions and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I played Destiny <laughs> for a while there too. Yeah, no, it is, it is, and like even Destiny, which kind of has like an open world kind of feel to it, like or yeah. even GTA Five, there's just no open world game that gives you this much freedom. Um, yeah, ah, it's it's fantastic. And there's so many, you know, those weird little uh, things where you run into somebody who's doing something odd or unexpected or, you know, you're a uh, more experienced pirate and you get a chance to show someone new around or whatever. Like that stuff only happens in Sea of Thieves. It's fantastic. Oh, it's, it's funny. It's so much, it's, it's weird when you're happy and elated about the fact that you just escorted this, this new kind of greenhorn pirate to the outpost and you're sitting there watching him turn in treasure that you just dumped on his, on his yeah. sloop. And he, he leaves a collector's chest in front of the gold hoarder and you're like, bro, you know, you can sell that. Right. And he's like, huh? Yeah. No, like, yeah. Just, you, you haven't tried, but yep. just hold the thing up to the dude and, and, and you can sell it. He's like, <gasps> <My blood. laughs> you just, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you're going to need a new hat, dude. Cause it's that's great. that. But yeah, the, those moments are the dumbest thing in the world. And out of context, you walk it like, yeah, I had a really good time tonight. I actually showed a pirate yep. that you can sell a collector's chest. And you're like, what's so special about that? It's like, do you know how many times you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know what to do with this dumb thing. And you just leave it there. And meanwhile, you're just like leaving gold on the floor for yep. anyone to walk up. That's a great moment for people. It is. And yeah, I, I absolutely love this game. So you've been, you've been doing Sea of Thieves for a while since, since launch and, and you've yep. been having a good time. It's kind of your, your main game, but you didn't just leave it at that. A lot of people would just kind of leave it at that, but you decided <laughs> to, to take it a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a step further. <laughs> yeah. Things got out of hand. <laughs> d- 
And you decided to get a, a little down the rabbit hole on this. So, Alice, tell me, what do you do for Sea of Thieves that has garnered so much love and attention for you well, uh, in the Sea of Thieves community? Yeah, no, that's a really good way to phrase it because that's exactly how I phrase it in my head. It's like, I could just be playing the game like a normal person. Wouldn't that be awesome? Anyway, yeah. so, <laughs> so we uh, the, the Race of Legends, um, the very first one was in December... 2018 um it was the crimson tide pirates against the bandits of the forsaken captain it was two sloops they went from smugglers bay to sanctuary where they drank in the tavern and then it was the first person to get back to smugglers bay and light the beacon and that was the course that was the first one there was maybe six people total involved in making that happen um mm -hmm. and it was by the way the crimson tide pirates went on to win two grand championships they've won two of our tournaments now and they're one of our most prolific crews. Uh, there's a lot of crews from back in the day that, anyway, uh, that are like still sticking around, which means a lot to me. Um, but yeah, so we, it was basically a, I, my idea was a race, but I was like a race from just point A to point B and back again, is just not going to be that engaging. And it's not just about keeping your sails in the wind all the time that makes you good at maneuvering your ship. You need to be able to communicate with your crew. You need to be able to PVP. You need to know, you know, even how to use your harpoons, how to react to things that are happening to you that you weren't expecting, but also how to plan ahead and have assigned roles. And so the yeah. Race of Legends was created to be kind of a, a compacted version, almost like a, 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 a pop quiz on how good of a crew you are, broadly speaking, in the game, because the Race of Legends incorporates all the different mechanics. Some obstacles are about maneuvering your ship. Some are about PvP. Some are about coordinating a rowboat and a galleon to go through and around an island at the same time. You know, you got to sail yeah. a galleon through Thieves Haven at full speed, which is not easy to do, uh, but it, do, it can happen. <laughs> and it's a, at one point we had two ships coming opposite directions, two galleons coming opposite directions through Thieves Haven, and they somehow did oh, not God. hit each other. And that, <laughs> that it's the most anticlimactic thing that's ever happened. Cause obviously I thought we, they were going to hit each other and I'm on one of the ships. I'm like, Oh, we're going to see a collision. And Nope, we're not They're, They missed each other. How is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's yeah. It's just so I, I'm, I'm really curious because as you were talking, it made me realize something and I don't know why this didn't click in my head, but in, in the most recent years of World of Warcraft, and I know you're a Starcraft fan, but I don't know if you've played much World of Warcraft uh, not and much. kept up with not it. Much. Okay. So in World of Warcraft, um, you've got dungeons that you run with a team of five yep. and you generally have to coordinate stuff and it's, and there's a lot of obstacles that you have to overcome, but it's a very PVE element. Right. Uh, there's not any actual, any PVP aspect to it, but there is a part of the game that is, is PVP focused only. And that's, that's their arena or their battlegrounds. Yeah. And for a long time, Blizzard has solely focused their esports on arena where right. they have these tournaments and the, 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 the teams basically come together and it's a long drawn out fight between three teams of, uh, or two teams of three as they go through the brackets and see who can take out the other team and stuff like that. And it is the most boring thing to watch. <laughs> It is so boring because right. it's literally just like, all right, we got to time our, 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 uh, cool down so that we have to try and knock out the other, knock out one person. Right. And when one person gets knocked out, they concede the game. And I'm like, nah, there's two, two there's two people alive. What are you talking about? Oh, wow. The first yeah. person that dies, they concede. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. It's, it's so bad, man. It's like, um, it's, it's like getting, it's like getting a Zerg Baneling rush on, uh, uh, in the first like three minutes and you're just like, oh, I, don't, I don't know how to combat this. So you just GG out. <laughs> you, just, you just call it every but time. The, yeah. Put up a so, but the, anyway, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wall off your damn base. Yeah. It's easy. Oh, no. Uh, um, so, so the interesting thing that, that you're talking about with race of legends, it is solely a a a type of esport, I would call it. Sure. That focuses on more of the PVE aspect, but it does have PvP portions of it. Whereas yeah. Arena is solely PvP right. with a little bit of PvE element to it. A little bit. And the thing that the the parallels that I'm drawing here is, is that it is taken almost 12, 13 years for wow 
in Blizzard to figure out that the thing that is interesting in esports is not arena because we're so sick of watching people sit there and time their cooldowns. Right. It's these mythic dungeon invitationals where you get two teams of five who have to decide who their characters are, what their specs are. They get a even set of gear, so it's all all okay. even across the board. And you have to go through these, uh, you have to run through these instances that are, are you have, two people have to, or two teams have to run the same instance and how they plan or how they strategize their way through this instance determines if they're going to survive. If they, if they die, then they add time to their, to their oh, run. Cool. And whoever finishes the instance with the, the right requirements completed with the shortest amount of time wins and that has taken off for them and i don't know why i'm plugging them right now they don't need (laughs) plugs but the point being is the thing that people love to watch is what they do in the game and most people don't play arena most people play a adventure sure and you're you're doing the thing that I think Rare needs to pick up on. The Rare Rare needs to give us a way for us to craft these races, these these uh, obstacle based races where you have to do yeah. things in between just sailing the boat because that's what we do. So if you had a specific uh, Kraken event where the Kraken spawns on each person or on one yeah. person then you have to overcome that. Yeah. And then at a different point it spawns on a different crew. You know, you you had these these timed pve encounters mixed with a little bit of pvp just to kind of like test out the test test how good people are with different events yeah that'd be awesome and that's that's like uh, it was so it was eye-opening because i was sitting there and i'm like you know wow has done really well since i started doing the mythic dungeon invitational and i see where you are taking those steps with the race of legends and how that could be a better arena yeah, and, I, like the the beauty of Sea of Thieves is that perfect balance and combination of PvE and PvP. And yeah. and it can be either game or like, I mean, hey, if you want to jump into Sea of Thieves and PvP all day, 100% do that. And if you want to jump in and mostly just sail away and avoid complex conflict, you can do that too. But you're always doing both to some degree, no matter what. That's what's so beautiful about the game. And that's what I've tried to bring into the races is everything that's awesome about Sea of Thieves, specifically sailing around in Sea of Thieves, but like everything that's awesome about it, the 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 PvP and the combat is a ton of fun. Um, even bringing some elements of like the ship-to-ship combat with the cursed cannonballs that you can fire. Um, yeah, it's exciting. I have a lot of fun with it. Um, and it's, you know, we've done it over, boy, over 50 races now. Over We're in our fifth season. Uh, we've had yeah. oh, close to 400 people probably compete across all our events somewhere in the 350 to 400 range we crossed 350 a little while ago uh and i haven't kept track for the last few weeks but something in that neighborhood and i mean honestly probably close to i would guess at least 200 people have helped us set up and run a race on some level uh not even counting the competitors because you know we you know just sailing around getting the ships for it for months and months there was uh was a huge time commitment yeah yeah, for sure. And that's that's made a little bit easier thanks to some some help from Rare. But this is um it's interesting because from the sounds of it, this is something that you would imagine there are set crews, set communities that they jump on, they 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 come and it's just a competition, but this is actually something that if you're listening to the podcast and you have a crew that you can actually participate in. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can you can jump into you can jump into um so what I would recommend is if this sounds interesting to you at all, first off, I would go follow uh Dread Pirate Doug on Twitch so you can catch some of the streams that he does when yeah. they are running the race of legends or the curse of legends. And if that looks like something you think you can compete in, then I would highly recommend that you head over to raceoflegends.com. And on the front page, it gives you all the information that you need as far as signing up for events. There's seasons. So each season has a different uh, run and different requirements. So you want to make sure that you read through that and get familiar with it because this is that that is your opportunity to practice, to get prepped for the run so that you can try and optimize it uh, before having to run into any other crews. And if you're out there in adventure, 
the likelihood of something going wrong is higher. So the better prepared you are is solely based on how much time you spend actually practicing for these runs. But yeah, and you can it, tell as far practices, as you can always tell yeah. <laughs> they do really well. Yeah. And, uh, as far as I know, there's, there's no, there's no cost to signing up. Oh, no, no, is no, that no, correct? No, yeah. You it's can all go to free. the website and fill out the form. We do get a lot more applications for spots than we have spots. Um, but we yeah. always try and get new crews in every season, uh, so that, you know, everybody gets a chance to experience it. Something else that we're in the process of building out right now to get even more people racing is a series of satellite tournaments. Uh, the only one that I can actually talk about is the one that's going to be done by Sea of Thieves, ES, the Sea of Thieves, Spain. Um, yeah. Fantastic community. They've competed in the races and done really well. So they're actually running their second uh, Race of Legends satellite tournament. Uh, I believe it's June 27th. Uh, and I'm very excited about that. They do a fantastic production for it. They do a great job. Uh, really excited for that. And then I've, I'm talking to several other communities as well right now um, that I can't quite announce. but. Uh, we're going to have yeah. quite a few of these going on, hopefully, in the near future, which I'm really excited about because that's just more people getting a chance to experience the races, um, but without me having to do more races. <laughs> right. Yeah. Doug, you're starting your own fight club, buddy. Yes. I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, we're going to have chapters and then we'll, someday we'll do something dramatic. <laughs> yeah, totally down. <laughs> So yeah, and and part of the reason why um why you're coming on this episode is because you and I actually have something kind of exciting to yes. to, to talk about. So do you do you want to do the honor since it's it's your baby? I you know I'll I'll go for it I'll go for it. So uh, if All you right. go to racelegends.com, I've got a page up racelegends.com slash tales of legend uh, with dashes between tales and of of legend. Um, so this is the basic idea. It's essentially like a sea of thieves, Toastmasters. Um, I have some friends that, uh, don't play the game. And especially I used to be real bad about this. Every time I would like get on a phone call with them after I'd been sailing, I had to tell them the story of that sale. And I was like, well, we just <laughs> thought we were going to run some gold hoarders. And then we got hit by a Meg. And then as soon as we killed the Meg, the Kraken hit us. And then there was a a skeleton ship that came in and then we saw that the fort had gone up so we went over to the fort but there was somebody there and like we all have those stories if you played sea of thieves at least once you have some kind of story because every sale is unique so the idea of the event tales of legend is that you guys are going to have a chance to just jump into a really chill stream with a bunch of people that love the game and you're going to have eight minutes to tell the story of your sale you don't have to go the full eight minutes that's just the limit. Uh, and you can tell an experience that you had. Maybe it was the craziest thing that's ever happened to you. Maybe it was a battle that you got into where you turned the tide at the last second. Maybe it was a battle you lost, but you had so much fun that it's one of your favorite stories from your time sailing. All of us have a ton of that. So that's what we're building this around. We're literally going to hop into a server. We're all going to go hang out in a tavern. And you guys could use emotes. You could use music and sound effects if you really wanted to. Um, but you can use whatever you have at your disposal to just tell us. And then uh, the people in the stream will get to vote for kind of a storyteller of the week. Um, you know, whoever's story they enjoyed the most or well, you know, whatever it, it's uh, not exactly a competition. Um, I think it's just going to be a ton of fun and a really cool way to hang out. And, you know, boy, we all have some of those stories that just, wow. And then you guys somehow sold it all. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And and that's the that's the key there. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you generally like to keep up on the news. But I love having the first mate's log and the captain's log yeah. on the podcast. It's it's one of the things that resonates the best with you, the listener. So this was kind of a, a good way to try and break this out so that it's available in a condensed form, something that that is a, a sure thing once a month that we can at least yeah. get some good content out there for people and their stories. And I like to think of it kind of like a uh, rap battles or, or lip sync battles yeah, where yeah. it, it really takes into, into account the full performance, you know, the stories, the stories, the, the meat of the battle, but the toppings are what you bring to, to the, the telling of it, because as dramatic as you are, if you can't, or, or in it, you know, I'm trying to think of a good way to, put this without being rude but basically if if you are a good presenter 
then you can tell the story really, really dynamically. And that makes a huge difference in whether it resonates. It's kind of like sure. a joke, you know, the, the, the better the joke, uh, the, the easier it is to tell, but the, the better tell for the joke, the, even the worst joke can be, can still be funny. Yep. Um, so we're going to be doing that. And I, have we set a date for anything yet? I don't think we've, we've quite you worked know, now out that you like mentioned when it, that would have been it. a good thing to nail down uh <laughs> right <laughs> so good call <laughs> regardless uh re- regardless if you head over to to uh racelegends.com um you can mash the little little hamburger icon and yep. uh there's going to be a section there called tales of the legend and what you can do is you can actually head over there it's got a place for you to put your name, your Discord, or your uh, and your gamer tag in your email address so that we can get in touch with you, but also to give like a, a summary of your story. Now, obviously, with your story, we want it to be something that you're really passionate about, but also we want it to make sure that it's it's clean for everyone too. If you listen to the podcast, you know I'm kind of a big stickler on the whole keeping it clean uh yeah, I, I like agreed. this to be something so that parents can listen to it in the car with their kids or or while they're while they're relaxing out on the back patio you know yep. i want to make sure that everyone can enjoy pirate stories without having to worry about curse words or or any kind of profanity or anything that's kind of over the over the loop if you want late night with logan there's a place for that but <laughs> we want to keep things clean so that you don't have to worry about this being like a like a, a late night show Yep. with uh with suggestive stuff so it's easy with sea of thieves being a teen rated game to to kind of get in the moment but it's gonna be fun and we're gonna have a really good time and i i cannot wait to hear some of the stories that come from the community on this yeah. and uh we're, we're gonna be that's kind of the the whole secret project that i've been working on in the discord if you guys have been putting your stories in there i want you to record those down so that when the time comes and, and it's it's time to kind of step up to tell your tale i want to hear you actually say it i want to hear you actually tell the story uh with your own voice so that's we're going to have some news um as as the weeks go on we'll nail down yep. a date and a time and we'll we'll put that up somewhere i'll talk about it on the podcast when we have a, a little bit more stuff but i'm just happy that we actually have a a, a moment to to actually kind of announce it it's, yeah <laughs> it's something that's been for a while yeah so i'm just i'm so i'm so happy that we're actually able yes. to uh to, to talk about it for once yeah it's gonna so. be great i'm i'm so i'm so excited for this one um and you know even if you're just learning you want to learn how to tell stories better even if you're not like the most eloquent person that's ever lived like come on and tell your story anyway it's probably a great story uh and it's, 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 it's a supportive environment you know it's a safe place yeah just come and hang yeah. out tell your story We'll hang in there with you. It'll be great. Yeah. And if you get stuck, just barrel through it because I know a lot of people who part of the Toastmasters is overcoming that, that fear of speaking in public, learning how to try and and speak as eloquently and as cleanly as possible. So even if you aren't a hundred percent, uh, the best speaker or or a toast master, I guess is be the good way to, there's ways that you can kind of learn on how to present yourself. So say, maybe this is something you want to start up on your own, or maybe this is something that you want to tell other friends to get into the game. The, the better you sound or the more passionate you sound, the, the better it is to, you know, just feel, uh, get some, get some positivity in your life, especially right now. Yeah. And it's, it's nice that, uh, we're going to be trying to do something that is, outside of the norm i guess for cc because this was kind of born out of the idea of toastmasters and and the thing that i tend to equate it to is when mike chapman and a lot of the team tend to talk about the thing that they love with sea of thieves is that you can go out you can have a battle you can uh uh, meet up with another crew and go head to head and 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 try to overcome like who's going to win who's going to lose who gets a treasure and stuff like that and at the end of it you go to a tavern you have some grog and you, you, you laugh over the story Yep, and you tell the story to other people. And that's kind of the, the idea is, is we have a lot of the battling. We have a lot of the racing. We have a lot of the, the adventure that's out there, but rarely do we ever get to sit down and kind of, uh, uh, recount the tale to others. And this is kind of the, the forum that we're trying to build for that. You know, a lot of people have good experiences. They may sound similar, but they're passionate, uh, and, and important to each person because they were the ones that participated in it. 
Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you're enjoying the podcast thus far. I wanted to pause the show for a moment and talk to you about the future of the show. Since the beginning of the podcast, I have been a one-man show, and I produce it by myself and have community members as well as rare employees come to talk about Sea of Thieves, which is nothing new to you, I'm sure. But I, as of this episode, I'm happy to announce that I've actually joined up with Tom's, a.k.a. Robots, over at the robotsradio.net podcast network. Uh, this is going to help me get the show some more visibility with a larger network of listeners, as well as open up opportunities for me to start promoting products I would use with discounts from these companies. Uh, but that's not all, because there are a ton of great podcasts on the network. And if you head over to robotsradio.net, you'll see, uh, you'll, you'll start to kind of get an idea of what kind of shows they have. Um, personally, I've been listening to the Cyberpunk Lorecast as well as the Fallout 76 Lorecast. But there's one uh, called Fresh Tomatoes, which is a movie podcast that I'm going to probably start picking up this week as well, too. And... The reason I'm bringing this up to you now is because I'm planning on putting in some trailers for other shows in the podcast. Uh, I would venture a guess that if I enjoy listening to them, then there's a good chance you'll enjoy listening to them as well. And with a little time and effort, I hope to be able to start offering you discount codes on different products that will in turn support the network and my show directly. Uh, making it easier for me to take care of the software and the the production costs of the show. It it means a lot to me that you listen to the podcast, and I don't want you to think that I'm doing this lightly or for a quick buck because that's 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 not what I <laughs> that's not what I really expect from this partnership. Um, I will still have full control over my show, and we'll be putting in trailers and promotions I deem relevant to you as well as myself because uh, I'm going to be probably using them as well. I hope that you'll trust me with this decision and give the shows on the network a chance to win you over the way that they've won me over. Uh, each episode, I plan to put in a chest turning in sound to cue you into when there's going to be an ad or trailer for another show or for, for a product. Uh, there's also going to be another chest turn in sound at the end to let you know when it's finished. Uh, if you have any questions or thoughts, I'm always open to suggestion, but I'm hoping that you trust me with looking out for you. And thanks again for what has become one of my favorite things during the week. And here's a taste of what to expect in the future. This is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155-star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step -step through the background of the games in the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast, reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere. And speaking, speaking of participating in it, um, I think now's a good time to talk about June 17th, because I, I think that's going to be kind of a big deal for a lot of people. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I am extremely excited about this next update. Uh, <laughs> there's so much coming, and I'm so excited. The the largest the scale of what they're doing continues to expand. You know, some stuff is you know like last month we got some quality of life improvements. We got mm -hmm. you know uh, some nice little you know just nice things that made life a little easier. You know, some tweaks to some things here and there. But boy. This update is, oh boy, I just, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, and I, I'm curious because you you mentioned this earlier and I, I was just kind of piecing them together. You really dove in during Curse Sales. Yes. And that was the the rise of, of PVE ships in the, in the Sea of Thieves. Haunted Shores is basically a bigger version of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 2.0. Yes, I, I feel like we finally we're finally getting um, 
a threat. Now, from what I can tell, this is essentially ghost ships, like legit ghost spooky yeah. ships yeah. on the ocean. But there are a lot. Like a lot. Like <laughs> this is not just like two at a time waves, no. you know, time breath in between. This is like, nah. No, these are there's there's a lot, buddy. I, I hope you go in knowing you, you don't just sail through these and think, Meh, it's not a big deal. They're not gonna hit me. It's like, no, <laughs> this is an armada. I, this is a fleet. <laughs> I definitely saw a cannonball that was screaming in that trailer. So pretty yes. excited to find out what that means. Uh oh dude. So amped it's about so this. spooky. I oh man, it's so it's so crazy. I I um looking at some of the 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 stuff that was was in the trailer. Um, it reminds me of uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to explain it. If you haven't gone to Disneyland, this is kind of be kind of a, a hard thing to really understand. But the in Disneyland, they have the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And that ride is, it's kind of fun because there's the Haunted Mansion as well. They have these effects that they have like projections on mirrors um, that kind of uh, uh, give you this illusion that there's this um, kind of wispy for, I'm doing such a bad job of this. Holy cow. <laughs> Essentially, they, they make it look like there's a freaking ghost on on the in the thing and you're just like, oh God. <laughs> but Yeah. So this is this is basically this. So um, the Order of Souls is, is going to have voyages to go out and take on these fleets. The thing that surprises me the most about these fleets is these are these are not your typical kind of uh, encounter. They're, they're not yeah. just the standard skeleton ship. They've got a, a screaming ball that is like a blunderbuss to the side of your ship. So it's going to be like a meg bite. They've got they've got exploding powder kegs that they drop behind them mines that yeah 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 mines ah. what it's gonna be so what? good this is a whole new enemy type yeah it's, and uh, i i love it i'm so excited uh and i i think there's like some other new loot and i'm sure there's new cosmetics and all that stuff but yeah this is gonna be i'm pretty sure my go-to world event for a while and yeah. cannot wait Cannot wait. Um, oh boy, it's just a few more days now too. Nothing quite yeah. like waiting for a great Sea of Thieves update. Yeah, totally. It, it looks so awesome, and and I can't. Oh man, the the thing that I wanted to to kind of like I want to know more about is there's the portals that these ships are sailing through. So you know they got to be coming from uh, yeah. the Sea of the Damned. Yeah, it's the only place that we know of that that would have these. So. There are now portals to the Sea of the Damned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to find out. Like, I want to know. Like, is this is this how we get to the Sea of Damned? Can we go visit the Sea of the Damned? Yes. I, I've been I've been wanting this ever since the art book came out, and they yes. had those images of the of the Sea of the Damned docks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yep, it, it it's so uh, it's in, it's in there somewhere. It exists in someone's head. And yeah, I have no idea what's coming, but it would be so cool if like what and it, like especially if in your you're in the Sea of the Damned, maybe if you get killed, you spawn back into real pirate life. And instead no, of having a fairy of the damned, you have to kill yourself <laughs> to get back to your ghost ship. Oh god, that would be cool. That would be so funny. If you if you had to I would and the the best part is if you actually um had to like say you went back to the ferryman and you just had to like jump off the side of the ship and start swimming to to like something <laughs> else and the ferryman's like, "What are you doing? Yeah. What am I even out here for? You just you can't just jump off the ship." And yeah. you're like, "Yeah, I can." Yeah, I feel yeah, like we're either going to go that direction or as we fight Flameheart, we're going to have to seal those off. I really hope it's the former. We'll find. Yeah, out. I'm excited, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really awesome to see this kind of uh, come into play. And I can't wait to to kind of dig into the lore aspects of it and whatnot. But this is this is just one of the things that they teased like they yeah. didn't this, this like, OK, if you've been listening to the podcast You've probably heard me talk about things that I want. And, uh, you know, big surprise, CFE's gamer wants stuff in CFE's game and has ideas and <laughs> expects dev team to implement them exactly how so he can point to it and be like, I did that. <laughs> so 
Uh, but we're getting we're getting a quality of life fix that I think a lot of people like the the. I'll just go into it. We're getting Shanty's election, and uh, I can't wait. It's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait. Shanty election, Sele- and I believe new Shanties as well. Yes, yes. Uh, eight new Shanties. I eight. believe if I. I think it's eight. We've gotten one in the last two years, and now we're getting eight. This is a big deal. <laughs> well, we've, uh, yeah, right? Just yeah, the, you're right. The one. Yep. Yeah. That's, oh God, that's, I was, uh, I was thinking about, it, I was like, no, nah, we must've gotten at least one more. What about the, oh no, it's no, just no, Merrick. we didn't, we didn't, it's <laughs> just it. been the Merrick one, son of a bee. That was so, it. Yeah. They've added more instruments than shanties in the last two years. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But you know what? I have to. I would. I would much rather have the the banjo when we did than than not. Agreed. Yes. That, agreed. But yep. So we're getting shanty selection. We don't know a ton about it, but it does look like there is a major overhaul to the UI for the radials. So the left and right bumpers. It looks like those are going to be majorly changed because uh, as I'm looking at um, like the the imagery of it, the shanty selection. It looks like it is built into um, a new type of uh, quick selection. So when you pull up your equipment, you've usually got like bait and throwables and stuff. But in the image that I'm looking at, and this is if you're interested, the video uh, link that I'll have in the show notes. If you go to nine minutes and 12 seconds, there's an image of you pulling up your equipment's radio. And now instead of just throwables and more, you've got throwables on Y, B on shanties, X on more, and A on quests. Oh yeah. And I'm pulling it up right that, now and looking at it. So that, You're that's right. got me, that, that it's got me kind of curious now, because if you've got, if you've got everything from the right bumper, uh, on huh. your left bumper, what the heck is the right bumper going to be for then? Because at this point, all I'm seeing is everything is condensed on the left bumper and you've got yeah. your, your equipment. You've got your throwables, you've got your shanties, you've got your instruments and stuff on the second part of the radial, and then you got your quest logs on there as well. So I'm I'm curious to find out what they're going to be doing with the the right bumper that will help kind of I I don't even know what they could do, but I'm sure we'll probably find. I mean, it's what like three days away. So yeah, it's it, not like I got to wait long. We're getting there. Find- I can't wait though. <laughs> I, I it is it is going to be interesting. You know, something Sea of Thieves is doing a good job at that I don't think they get credit for is so many of these games as a service after they've been out for a year or two and then it tends to kind of snowball and get worse is the menus are so complicated. There's so many layers to the menu. There's some stuff that you really shouldn't use because it's kind of a relic of this thing before, but you can also use it for this. They didn't want to take it out of the game. And I mean, like Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But overall, you know, yeah, sure. The whole mer- uh, mercenary versus build dread adventure thing. Yeah. But like for the most part and like quality of life improvements like this one, I think are a good example is they're continuing to evolve the interface a little bit, you know, even where it's like, hey, do you want to go on a tall tale or do you want to do a voyage like highlighting the tall tales, which, you know, for the first year there were a little bit hidden for especially, you know, new players. Um, and so I'm excited to see that continuing, um, hopefully, in this update. I'm sure that there's more cleanup coming, uh, if I had yeah. to guess. Uh, if, I yeah. were, if I were Duke, I would be nervous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Can I, can I just say, I was talking to, uh, to Thor Von Blitz on a sale with a, a Super Pack in, in Space Admiral Ors yesterday just to make sure that they're credited. But we had a discussion where it was, it was literally the same thing, and it was like... It, it, it didn't have to be said, but it was nice to know that I wasn't alone on this, that it felt like a lot of the Black Merchant Archive uh, should be pushed out to, and, and I originally was saying that the that the, they should be pushed out to the original vendors out in the actual okay. shops. Yeah. I have since amended that opinion because Thor was uh, suggesting this, and I think it's a great idea, push it out to the C-Posts. 
make, oh, yeah. make the C posts have something more than just the three items that they that they have and some interesting dialogue. Let's yeah. give them some some love. You know, let's let's put the, idea. put some stuff in their hands, yeah. and that way you can you can actually run into you know you go you turn in your fish or you go you look for some supplies and something that I don't think a lot of people are aware of that are playing on Steam and it didn't I didn't think about it till just now but anything that you buy from a C post vendor is discounted and that's something that I hope comes as a visual representation when rare uh does a pass over on what they want to do next yeah. for their quality of life fixes i hope that they show that this is like a slash through the old price in a in a new sale price yep and it and it gives people an indicator beyond who were in the game when those first came into the game that were like oh cool well this is a cheaper way for me to buy my uh my supplies because i don't think anyone in the game like can can you tell me offhand how what the base cost of an eye of reach is <laughs> not even a little Doug, bit <laughs> Doug you've been playing this game you've been playing this game for a long time Doug how come you can't just I mean I'm pop still it off? hitting islands at like 30% of the time when I go past one uh but I've been you know, playing this this whole time <laughs> you know the the hitting the island thing that's just to make sure it's it's still there yeah, that's you know just a quick check yeah. on how the island's doing making sure it's still stable Doing okay? You still there? <laughs> They're good? They're, all right. They're good. You're looking good. I like it. You're looking real good. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. You have a good day. I love it when a new player hits the island. They're just like, oh, no. Oh, we've got guys. We've got holes in the ship. Are we stuck? Oh, we're, we're going backwards. Somebody, and of course, they drop the anchor immediately yeah. after they hit the island and uh yeah. and then you're, you're on a you're on a crew with a bunch of people you know that have been playing since launch and you smash into the side of an island at full sail and everybody's like oh whoops uh <laughs> yeah. yeah somebody runs you become fixes, so numb to it uh and bails it and everybody else just keeps doing what they were doing um or even i love that even the thing the thing that I love is is it's it's one of the two, right? They're either like they're like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, and they're running around like Muppets with their hands waving right. in the air. They're like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Or it's the complete opposite, and they run onto the island. And they're like, cool, ship's fine. Let's go. Yeah. We're gonna oh, get yeah. some treasure. And you're like, wait, no. Did you not? Did it's there's a hole in your ship. Get back there. And, and they're like, I'm gonna go kill skeletons. And you're like, no, fix your ship. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I've definitely seen both. It's very entertaining either way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good stuff. So, to get back to shanties, um, we're getting new shanties. Uh, we can finally play uh, Grog Maze, uh, Jolly Good Fellow, Happy Birthday, uh, Bosun Bill, eighteen twelve. Which I'm I'm struggling to remember what that one is, but I know it's a piratey one. And I'm just I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited, dude. So the one. one the one thing I want to toss out there to the devs and devs, I know, I know you guys listen from time to time and I love you very, very much. I hope that the tech has worked out so that we can start buying shanties. And if that happens, I would just like to remind you, I had a wonderful idea about the little music boxes in all of the different shops and taverns where you can hit the button. It's like, you know, I would just like to be able to access the little music box and customize what different shanties I want to have. So that way, when I'm out sailing with other people, I can play a shanty that someone may not have yeah. and they can join in and then they can have that shanty if they want. Just saying. That would be amazing. Be a nice, be a nice thing. But I think, uh, I, I don't think there was anything else in the, so that was all kind of the stuff that, that dove into the, Sea of Thieves news video that we got um, this this last week, and I I, I said it on Twitter, um, and I talked a lot about it last episode. But I just want to reiterate that the fact that Rare is so strong in in a resounding way that they are in support of Black Lives Matter that. As, as happy as this episode has been, I promised you guys I wanted to have a nice, happy episode. I did want to bring back the fact that this is still a very hard time for a lot of people in the world dealing with pandemic, dealing with uh, inequality, 
and and pr- police brutality. These are the kind of times right now where if you're enjoying this, I would urge you take a moment to go out and see if you can share some news, if you can retweet something, if you can uh, voice your, your thoughts on the in, in support of this and, and try and help keep this relevant. Because a lot of the time the media has a, a habit of trying to bring to bring attention to the most forefront problem. And while a lot of protesting has uh, kind of waned down, there are still a lot of people out there going out there and and trying to bring awareness to this so that we can continue this this matter. So, Doug, I know it's it's tough for me to to bring you on and and kind of throw this out there because I, I I mean I'm not going to presume any any decision on this so you don't have to necessarily say anything about this if you don't want to but i just wanted to take a moment to kind of reiterate that i appreciate that rare has again reaffirmed that they're supporting black lives matter just like this is uh the the um it's gay pride month in june yeah and i i feel like i'm so bummed out because i feel like this is like their month this is their month where they get to go out and have parades and have festivals and stuff like that and they can't and it sucks yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to the time where we're able to go out we're able to spend time with each other we're able to have festivals and conventions and feel safe from anything (laughs) yeah no it, it it's been uh it's been a really tough few weeks it's um it's important to remember that you know the stuff that has come to the light recently. It's not new. It's been going on for a really, really long time. And Mm -hmm. as rough as the last few weeks have been um, for a lot of people, it's good that we're having this. The unrest is on some level, a good thing. We're having a conversation. We're taking a hard look at ourselves and our society and how it works. And, and at least recognizing the problem, which is a very important first step. And it's just yeah. a first step, but at least we're getting there and people are seeing that this has been happening because this is stuff that's been going on for generations. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I have seen some of it even firsthand and, you know, find people that you can support in your life that might be looking for it right now. Um, find people that might feel marginalized and find a way to help them not feel marginalized and yeah you know and stay safe out there but but make your voice heard and uh sea of thieves has always have and rare has always had a inclusive this game is for everyone gaming is for everyone uh you know type of message and it's great to be you know uh, associated with a studio that not just makes a great game but wants to take stances on things like that and so i'm yeah it's 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 good to have that conversation and I hope that we're going to see positive changes in the coming days and weeks. Oh, I, th- I think we already are. And that's what, that's, what's exciting to me. And that's why I think a lot of people tend to kind of be like, all right, cool problem solved and move on. Yeah. But it's, it's really amazing just how much work people have put into it and how much they are, are how much effort that they're putting into it is, is exceptional. So while the smart people are doing cool stuff like that to help change the world for the better, I just wanted to take a moment out of my selfish little world where I talk about video games with you to yeah. to kind of readdress that and be like, hey, you know what? There's still some cool stuff going on in the world outside of Sea of Thieves. And I just wanted to kind of keep that at the forefront of your mind uh, during this. Um one of the things that uh, I'm going to be getting into um, after after our interviews is uh, we've I've got a partner now. I'm part of a, a podcasting network, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that and the expectations. So if you're listening to this and things are a little bit different, it's because uh, I've got support now, and I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I'm going to awesome. be talking a little bit more uh, about that later on. But um, Doug, was there anything that you can think of that we missed that you wanted to jump onto? Because we'd um, probably be talking for days yeah, about no, anything. We definitely could. Uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention we did talk a, a little bit about the race of legends. Um, I did want to mention, you know, we do have other events, of course, Tales of Legend coming soon. Very excited about that. Uh, yes. We also do the Curse of Legends about every other month. Uh, that's kind of like a, if you've played like Infection and Halo, it's that type of style where you have one ship that starts out as a cursed ship. They're fighting four ships that are on the pirate team. Uh, and it's a 1v4, and then as people die or sink, they switch over to the cursed side. It's a ton of fun. Um, we just did this this past Saturday, 
and it was awesome. We had some great crews. Um, and I also, you know, whenever I talk about the race of legends, I always want to make sure that I mention uh, Owl, Mike, and Kaitsu, who helped me with uh, everything. Um, especially Kaitsu, yeah. who does like the overlays for the streams and the graphics. And like, if you've watched King of the Grill, our uh, area control PvP game that we do, uh, we did one this past Friday. We do them about every other Friday. Uh, that was invented by Mike. And Kaitsu created like his own website with these custom overlays to update the points in real time. Um, Owl helps us out with community management. Owl is a big reason why the Curse of Legends even exists. Uh, she helped develop the idea, and then she's always been on top of helping us refine the rules. It's just I'm so grateful for that team, and mm, yeah. uh, and I don't know how I would have done this without them. And so I never, whenever I talk about the Race of Legends the curse of legends and king of the grill and our other events. And we've actually got an, another new event that we'll talk about in a couple of weeks here. Uh, or, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be tweeting about it. Um, we do have another new event coming. Yes. I'm very excited. Uh, it's going to be great. And it'll be on a yeah, weeknight. As that's well. it. Oh, uh, you just, you're not going <laughs> to, oh. okay. I'll, I'll say one thing. And I haven't said anything about this publicly yet. I will say it's going to be a sword fight tournament. <gasps> Yeah. Oh. oh. And the name is Please. so awesome that I have to wait to unveil okay. the name. But it's a good name. Okay. I didn't come up with it, yeah, but it's a really good name. <laughs> Please tell me everyone has to wear really big hats with really long feathers. <laughs> that you know, we may have to add that into the rule. That's okay. yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> Floppy hats are important for sword fights. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. You have to anyone that's a bit a fan of musketeers oh, yeah. or pirates of the Caribbean, floppy hats with big feathers is a must in any good sword fight. Just amps up the drama. Yeah, definitely. It has <laughs> it adds the flair. You gotta have the flair, the 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 confidence, the pump. It has to be in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing about this then. Awesome. Oh yeah. So if, if you guys don't know, follow Doug over on twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash dread pirate doug it's oh, just it's, how it sounds it's dread doug uh, oh, i yeah. could get oh, dread so... pirate doug <laughs> that's so weird too okay so yeah at dread doug yep and I will have uh, it's going to be really funny one day when when you take the the pirate out of there and people are just like, why is he dread Doug? Yeah, it's going to make like, no sense. <laughs> why is it dread Doug? So, uh, yeah, so I'll have um, and of course, we're going to have links in the show notes so you guys can have a, a chance to go at your leisure to go visit Race of Legends. If you want to sign up, if you want to sign up for Tales, uh, Tales of Legend, if you want to follow dread on Twitch and Twitter, there's all those different things. And of course, not to not to kind of uh, uh, dis discount your your compatriots, but yeah, they uh, Kaitsu and Owl and them they they do a great job. They are some of the the best community members awesome. out there. They yeah. and it's all it's all stuff that that we're all basically doing this out of the out of the the passion. We, yeah. we <laughs> I don't know too many people who make a living off of uh Sea of Thieves content. There's there's some streamers out there and some YouTubers out there, but for the most part, a lot of us are just doing this because we just love the darn game. Yeah, and absolutely. with with the con with the Steam con that's the one thing I do want to say. The stream concurrency for Sea of Thieves has increased its previous 24 hours every day for the past seven days. It's gone yes. from hardly anything to 40,000 to 45,000 all the way up. I think the latest one was uh, 52 or 54. Oh, I, I can't saw 63 today. Oh, you saw 63 yeah, today. 63 today. concurrency on 614, 2020. Yep. It is just increasing. And I, I just want to remind people that this is a game that people are paying for in steam when it's free on game pass, 40 bucks there. They're paying 40 bucks for this game and they are slowly starting to ramp up because I think the, I think the original mark for PC was somewhere around 20% of the population. Most people typically play on their Xbox uh -huh. and it's nice to see that a lot of people are picking up this game on steam because a lot of people generally just like to play games on their pc if that's where they play a lot of their games and most people generally don't buy stuff from the microsoft store steam's kind of where it's at so the fact yep. that this game has continued and, and and i think i was reading some tweets a lot of people who know more about this than i do say that anything over thirty thousand uh, concurrent players is considered a success so 
Sea of Thieves having double that yep. is pretty freaking awesome. Yep. So congrats to to Rare for for releasing this game on Steam and having it be such a success. And I, I can't wait to find out what's coming beyond Haunted Shores on the 17th. I think it's going to be awesome. And I, yeah. yes, yes, I feel like the Steam release, especially for those of us that have been around, like obviously, you know, the game launched and people were excited. And then some people said like a, a lot of people, you know, were saying, oh, there's nothing to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Rare took that as a challenge, crushed it for two years. Now they've launched on Steam, and it's got, you know, when I looked this morning, 83% positive, uh, which is at least what the game deserves. And it's just very vindicating to see this whole new community. And I think it's fair to say a relatively discerning community over there at Steam, right? To put it nicely. Totally. Totally. Um, and they're like, wow, they're this game's kind. awesome. Uh, and it yeah. is, guys. It was awesome the whole time. Uh, so welcome. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Anyone that's listening to this that's coming from Steam, welcome. There's plenty of content for you to dive into. And there's plenty of people out in the community, especially on Twitter, especially on Reddit, uh, yeah. that you can get in touch with who are more than willing to share their community with you. And once you get into a community, it's kind of like having a second home. Yeah. It's a good way to find people to sail with, to kind of teach you the ropes and stuff. And I got a whole a whole another episode that I think I might do later on with Thor, just talking about some of the stuff that he and I were blathering on about uh, yesterday when we were playing about ideas for for cool ideas on how to create like a really cool tutorial that mm. kind of swaps the tables uh, per se, so that you you aren't just playing a pirate that maybe you're you're playing another type of pirate and that other type of pirate is a pirate that you generally kill in the seas when you are out and about Ooh. but uh i'll, I'll kind of leave that on as a, a little bit of a teaser uh, if i can get thor on on the next episode hopefully to to talk about that but um I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Doug, is there anything you want to touch on before before we kind of wrap things up? Uh, you know, if you're listening to this uh, on the day that it comes out or that week, uh, we've got a race on Friday. Or I'm sorry, we've got a race on Saturday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. So feel free to swing by. But yeah, other than that, I mean, this has been a huge honor, huge fan of the podcast. I mean, when I first started oh, listening happy. to it a year ago, I never would have imagined that I'd be getting interviewed on this thing. Uh, it's just, it's <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for doing so much for the community and, and constantly bringing out good content for people to, to check out, to experience, to have fun with. And if I can hope for anything, it's just that Rare sees what you're doing uh, and, and helps even more than they already have and helps kind of build this up into its own game mode because I I definitely think that it should. I, I think it's a, a much more interesting aspect to the game than the, the arena is at the moment. I know that's a that's a, a big, big dig on the arena, but it's just, it's just how I feel. I'm just a much more of an adventure person and the emergent stuff that you built into just racing your ship outside of like, like you said, keeping the sails into the wind right. is awesome. And everyone should really take some time to go check it out because I think you might be surprised on some of the crazy wacky stuff that people come up with. Um, I can't remember who I, I wish I could credit the, the quote for this, but um, there was a quote that I saw and I want to say it was Patton. I can't remember, but I think it was Patton that said, uh, tell people to go do stuff, not how to do stuff and uh. be amazed at how they figure out how to do it. And that's kind of what you do yeah you tell people exactly what they got to do and you leave it up to them to figure out how they do it yeah and it is that's what makes the race of legends so much fun to watch is is uh seeing how people come up with ideas to get around things yeah some of these crews do stuff and we're like wow that never crossed our mind but we keep as <laughs> few rules as possible to allow people the freedom and creativity to do that stuff and there are even different metas that come in and out of fashion sometimes with certain types of obstacles that we've had every season. And it's just so much fun to watch the crews that compete are just amazing. You know, we have a really positive supportive community, but boy, these guys compete like you would not believe it's amazing. They put a lot of work into getting ready and take a lot of pride in how they perform in the races. It's, it's fantastic. Totally tools, not rules and keep being kind to each other. Follow the pirate code take care of one another. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. Doug, thank you so much again for, for jumping in with me and, and chatting about Sea of Thieves. Thanks for having me. This was amazing.
All right, pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of Keelhauled. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. If you did, make sure you head over to iTunes to rate, subscribe, view I, all the things that you normally do but most of you are actually listening to this on spotify as well too so thank you so much make sure you follow uh, i do put this out on youtube as well so make sure you subscribe and like if you can listen to it on youtube at work and not on uh, your phone and if you guys want i always have merchandise i should have some new stuff coming out soon to uh, reflect some of the the mishaps with uh, my pronunciation of the word tombs tome tomb tomes that i usually have problems with until I actually say it and remember that I shouldn't be saying it that way. But uh, I'll have some more information for that coming in the future. Pirates, thank you again. If you want to get a hold of me, there's always ways that you can do it. You can reach to reach out to me on email through C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. You can always reach me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. You can always reach me over on the Discord as well, too. There's links in the show notes to join the Discord. Say hi to everyone. There's a tavern that you can talk generally about. We got some uh, LFP or looking for pirate channels. We also talk about other games as well as the uh, the new Wi-Fi router that's coming out from Sony. And I think that's going to do it, Pirates. Thank you so much for joining me. I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. Radio.net.